and you can give him my best, but just know I'm not your friend or anything. Damn, you think that you're the man? I think therefore I am. I'm not your friend. Okay, okay. Starting to grow on me more and more every time I hear it. Well, like Bad Guy did. Mm-hmm. When I first heard Bad Guy, I was like, meh. And then I learned to, uh, it was rammed down my ears so many times that I was like, ah, I actually kind of like this song it. now. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, it's kind of a cool jam. It's still not, it. it's not like my favorite style of Billie Eilish. I like the singy songs and mm-hmm. the less talky ones, but... You know, she just released a song overnight, Therefore I Am, and hopefully it means, you know, her albums are all over the place anyway, if you've yes. ever listened to, like, an entire album's worth of songs. So, if she's working on a new album, chances are there's going to be some singers in there as well, some mm. singy ones. Yes, totally. To go with the talkies. Uh, interesting development, though. I didn't realize that Bundes is not a fan of Billie Eilish. I was kind of shocked when that news broke this morning, <laughs> when he revealed his... Uh, I don't think you have a disdain for her music. I just don't think it grabs you. Am I right? Like it's Yeah, like I, I just don't get it, and it doesn't emotionally connect to me. Right. I don't know if it's because of what... I, I, hang, I mean, on, my, hang on, hang on, <laughs> This part of the song. The video game part. This part I do like. Yeah. So it's like an 80s video game. Do, 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 do. You know. Anyway, sorry to interrupt. No, yeah, just yeah, it's just not really like doesn't mu- suck you in. Yeah, you find it a little almost insincere that she's singing about things that are like way above her age level. Yeah, at that least happens. for me, it's hard for me to connect to to, to that or find it authentic in. in the way I look at the world, I guess yeah. if I was a sixteen-year-old, maybe I would find relation to the things that she's saying. Because how, how do you age? feel about Taylor Swift? Out of curiosity. I personally can't stand Taylor Swift. <laughs> oh, really? Oh, that makes sense. So, okay. same same reason, I guess, is that like she's young, although she's now almost thirty. No, I just don't like Taylor Swift as a person. I can't. Stand as a her. person? Yeah. Oh, is, how really? can you not like her as a person? I just think she's full of shit. I, just, I can't <laughs> stand her. Like the, you gotta the sound watch... of her voice. Like I couldn't watch that documentary. You gotta I'd watch Miss Americana. You gotta TV. watch it. Break his TV, he said. He'd smash his TV if he watched that. Same with Bieber and same with Beyonce. Can't stand what? them. What? Okay, I can't stand I, them. I was with you with Bieber for a while, but I'm, uh, I'm a person who likes to see someone make a comeback. And I think Bieber has made a comeback in his own life mm-hmm. in that he now uh, accepts the mistakes he made yep. and owns up to it. And totally. I think he's carrying himself in a much better way these days than he certainly did 10 years ago or eight years ago. Did you carry whenever... yourself great when you were like 20? Oh, I did, look, I didn't do the stuff that he did. <laughs> Or were you partying? Like, your main oh, focus yeah. is to have a good time and to feel good at all times. Sure. And, and I'm like, <laughs> I, you know, all the power to him. And he's definitely on a much better path with his life. I still don't like him. Mm-hmm. When, and when I see the way he handled his um, success, and then I see someone like Taylor Swift, I have so much respect for how Taylor Swift has controlled her image in such a positive way over the years. And uh, yeah, like... Can she be a little annoying at times? Maybe, but like she's super famous and super successful and she could be a way bigger douche than, than I, she I, is. I wouldn't even know what she isn't though. That's the thing. Yeah. She handles herself in that scenario as perfectly as you can mm-hmm. in and amongst all that fame and money and stardom. I think that a lot of the hatred towards her is because she is so perfect. 
And people like seeing someone human and with flaws. Yeah, but do they? They, <laughs> they like to tear you down when they see those flaws. Like, you know, for Taylor Swift, it meant that, oh, because she dated eight people over five years, that she was some kind of uh, tramp that was going from guy to guy oh, to guy. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, really never felt, I never felt that way about her. I don't know who was saying that. Like, uh, yeah, she dated famous guys and we all wanted to date them. We were yeah. technically just jealous. I I think about somebody like Adele who now has done like she looks incredible not that she didn't look beautiful before but I feel like now since she's lost like 100 pounds and looks like a a supermodel people are like way harsher on her about her decisions and she's had more backlash in this last year than she's ever had before and I think it's because she's now like at this perfect level perfect voice perfect body that people want to tear that down somehow yeah, well they like, people love to build people up and then rip them apart when they get there Beyonce though that I don't understand Bundes bow down just, to Queen B that's the thing I think Beyonce's full of shit I think everything <laughs> that comes out of her mouth is just hypocritical yeah really Qu- Queen B gets cheated on but fucking you know power to the ladies but I'm gonna take my man back after he fucks somebody else she's full of shit and i can't stand people that are full of shit holy cow i just can't i, I like, she, I like uh, the wow. side of man. He's, beyonce uh, may like that attitude she might want to leave jay-z for you after uh, that not interested she should have went and fucked some other guy right <laughs> yeah well and she's then not taking jay-z back well, like if you're gonna preach a bunch of shit then live by it yeah like, i can't stand hypocrites that's my Bundes, biggest pet peeve who's gonna help write her great songs if she's not with jay-z anymore right oh, like you're telling on. me she Jay-Z, doesn't need jay-z you're telling me jay-z Jay-Z wasn't a big part of all her coolest songs in the last 10 years, for sure. That's like saying, you know, what has Courtney Love done since Kurt Cobain shot himself? I, and I agree. But Courtney like, Love, like, didn't she, all those great songs that I love from her early mm, whole career, mm, I, I bet you most of them were written by Kurt Cobain. A lot of influence there. Okay, but then, then you're saying that your music career is more important to you. Then why are you going out there and spitting a bunch of shit for other women to live by when you don't actually follow it yourself? Yeah, mm. like you better put a ring on it. You better, you know, you better like be like bow down. I don't know. Yeah. I just think I, I don't. I, I when it comes to like relationships like that, unless you've been in it, you really don't know what's going on. You know, I, I think Beyonce and Jay Z are a pretty cool couple. Like I, I think overall, like I have no disdain for them, but I do think that Beyonce made a horrible mistake when she uh, did that documentary, and it's because she directed it herself. No one should be allowed to direct a documentary about themselves. <laughs> It just becomes way too self-indulgent. Mm-hmm. And, and then anything they don't like, because, you know, uh, I can look at pictures of me and say, oh, I hate that. I hate that. Oh, I'd never put that on Instagram. I look yeah. horrible. In yeah. it. And if you're going to take that mentality to a documentary about your life, then uh, you're just going to end up with garbage. I Like uh, P.K. Subban is a famous uh, hockey player mm-hmm. who... Actually, lately hasn't been playing very well, but he was a Montreal Canadian for a long time. And then he got traded and he had tried to establish himself as this great hockey hero in Montreal. He set up like a huge uh, fundraising campaign for the children's hospital in town. And then when he got traded, he made it seem like he was a real victim. The truth is, he was difficult in the locker room and an egomaniac and it wasn't what the team wanted and they got rid of him and really? other teams have since got rid of him for that same reason. Ooh. But he produced, or I don't know if he produced it, but he definitely had a hand in the documentary that was made about himself called like Above the Noise or Rising Above the Noise. I forget what it was called exactly. Mm-hmm. But it was just like this huge hour-long commercial for P.K. Subban that made me want to like stab <laughs> my eyes. 
smash my TV, like when Bunda <laughs> sees Taylor Swift's documentary on there. I was just like, get over yourself. You got traded to another NHL team where they're going to pay you millions of dollars. Wah, fucking wah, wah. <laughs> I should do a documentary about myself. Talking about my woes of working with you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, your, I life, have a- your life has only been better since you met me. You your husband, what? you met your husband. You I know? would have to say that. That is actually true. You've been a blessing in my life. I've never been happier as a career person in my career than since I've met you. Hands down. No question. I can't remember one fight. I can't remember one fight we've had. No, I agree. Yeah. In uh, five years. Yeah. I mean, has there been a few mornings where things got like a little bit like, oh, shit. She's been a little bitchy right now. What's with the stink eye? Or I'm sure there's times where I'm being like a bit of a prick or something, and you're like, okay, uh, whatever. Yeah. But it, those days, I mean, not, I can not count much on anymore. one hand, maybe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not in this place. In the old environment, I would say. I haven't had any of those issues here with you. And oh, I, issues? And I, I now would, you're calling them issues? I would also like to say that I, I very much appreciate Bundus. Thank you. I appreciate it. My you. life has been much better since you came in to the fold as well. Yeah? Mm-hmm. I think it's because you secretly want to have sex with him. Well, that's obvious. Well, yeah. <laughs> Guys, are we gonna talk about what's coming up? You know, uh, traditionally, our Friday podcast is the Take Two podcast, and we're gonna get to that. It's uh, we're just gonna slap it on here. So, what kind of stuff are we looking at today? Bundes, what are you going to slap on the take two for highlights from this week? We did get a request from Olanka to slap in some fun facts. Well, we can put in some fun facts. I thought uh, there were some great suggestions from listeners. I, I've been looking for a gift for the Friday Night Lady Friend for Christmas. <laughs> oh, oh yeah, that's... It's the gift that says I care about you, but I'm not ready to get married anytime soon. <laughs> yes. So we got lots of great suggestions. Uh, I think we'll put that in. Tucker bought a new car. I think there's an interesting story there. Oh, so... man. If we would talk about like an industry that is chock full of douchebags, just like real estate. Um, Mm -hmm. And it's not to like, I think there's some people who are really good at it. Yeah. And they are, you know, they usually do well. Mm -hmm. And that's amazing. But there's still, for some reason, there's some people who are trying to make a fast buck in that industry and just screw you at every turn. And I went from like having the worst experience on Tuesday mm. to having the best experience on Wednesday. With oh, no, it was Monday. I went shopping on Monday and <laughs> it was just like running into those douchey salespeople one after another where they're spinning tails and lying to you mm-hmm. and making shit up to try and squeeze you out of another 500. Yeah. And then I met this guy on uh, Thursday, mm-hmm. no, Wednesday. Mm-hmm. And I bought a car from him that day because he was just like amazing. Straight shooter. Straight shooter. You know, mm-hmm. made a deal that was good for me and him, and it was great. So, is that what you, you're going to play back that experience? Yeah, I mean, you I just pretty much just told the story, so maybe not. Yeah, yeah. You know what? <laughs> <laughs> never mind. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah, never Sorry. mind. <laughs> uh, just then, cut that part out. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. And uh, Mora wrote a biography for herself, and um, out of all the places that it was for, I, I found this quite interesting. And the, yeah. le- the so letter, stupid, eh? Yeah, and it was quite quite the novel for a biography. So. Well, I d- you don't want to give them too little. <laughs> Guys, you I don't want to give them too much. So you give them too much. <laughs> never, never make this mistake. Never ask Mora <laughs> to tell you a, to have her tell you about herself. What? Because if I, she gets that opportunity, you know, all I of a had... sudden there's a 100 percent chance that RoboCop's coming up in that conversation. Well, I'm sorry, but if you starred in a Hollywood movie 
I'm sure it would come up in conversations a hell of a lot. When you listen back to it, if you listen uh, long enough, because the letter is quite long, just try and play a game. How quick will Mora bring up Robocop <laughs> in her bio but herself? Hey, they asked for a bio and a bio I gave them. Okay, lots of stuff coming up on the take two portion of today's podcast. Thanks for listening. It's Tucker and Mora and uh, yeah, enjoy. We got a text this morning. It says, hey, Mora, I'm just listening to your podcast from Friday, November 6th. You guys are talking about gift ideas for Bundus's Friday Night Lady Friend for Christmas. Yeah, the gift that says, hey, really appreciate you, but we're not getting married anytime soon, just <laughs> yeah. so you know. It's more of a laid-back, casual gift. It's, yeah. a, it's a tough one. Although I'm starting to think they're going to get married pretty soon. <laughs> <laughs> The text, the text goes on to say, yeah. I was in a similar relationship with my now common-law partner seven years ago, and for Christmas one year, he made me a basket, and this is like, she thinks this is a good idea for you, Bundes, okay. okay? She made me a basket, or sorry, he made me a basket for all of my favorite things, and I thought that was such a great gift without commitment attached. Inside the basket were the vitamins that I take, the chocolate I love, the face cream and body lotion that are my favorites, a cozy blanket, massage oil. It was so nice to receive. It sounds awfully sentimental. Yeah, that to me is a gift that says, hey, I really care about you. I know everything about you and I'm in it for the long haul. Yeah, I mean, like I was thinking like, you know, she just bought like uh, she just bought a new place. She's moving in. Yeah. She needs a new TV. I was like, I could buy you a new TV. Electronics. A new sure. TV. Electronics. Yeah. yeah, something practical. Yeah. Uh. You, you need a sound bar for that TV? Yeah. Sure. I can get you a sound bar. No problem. I got you. I noticed that on Tuesdays you like to use this face cream. So if you look deeper in there, you're going to find that face cream. Why don't you get her a... That is the... I, actually, I, I'm going to go ahead and say that's a terrible idea as no, well. No, it is not. I, I appreciate the text. I don't mean to rip on her. It's casual. No, it is no, not. It's not. But casual. it shows that you care. Give me a break. That's it the is, least casual her, thing. Her vitamins that she takes? Yeah, like, I don't know what vitamins... You know, the Friday Night Lady Friend takes? <laughs> yeah. And for him to know that, and then, uh, again, vitamins, if he just gave her vitamins, yeah. That's, that's like, an insult. That's like, oh, here's a gift that says, I do not give a single F about you. <laughs> but, you know, if you went and you researched what vitamins she took and you bought a new bottle along with the face cream and everything mm. else, that's like almost he's been stalking her. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. That, that's super thoughtful. Like, yeah. It's too thoughtful. It's too yeah. thoughtful. I am yeah, yeah, shocked. Yeah. And, uh, by I the am way, shocked. Proof of that, proof of that gift being too thoughtful mm-hmm. is the fact that they're still together. Seven years. <laughs> seven seven years. years. Yeah. Guys. You think, you think that's the kind of gift Bundes is gearing up for to lock down the next six years? I mean, it's essentially it's essentially just like a, a casual gift basket. Oh. I don't understand. Oh, you're so wrong. It's a casual this. gift basket no, 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 for no, 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 someone no, no, you no, know no, 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 no. and you're picking the things that they like. I mean, it's not like in the gift basket is a framed photo of you and her together. Now, that would be serious. No, 
I, I think I think I vitamins, un- blankets, your favorite chocolate. Like that's super. And he, you said he made the basket. Like he hand built no, the basket. No, 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 no he no. built. He, he just put things he inside. Did basket weaving for six months, and then he got some. He got that, certified. He, to, he bent the wood or weaved it all together. No, no. Okay, Sheldon is weighing in on this. Oh yeah, Sheldon must be agreeing with Bundes and I. The basket idea is a terrible Thank idea. You. Thank you. He says you might as well pay for her to move in. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like, right. I, I'm shocked. Yeah, gift basket. I am shocked. Do I look like the guy who would ever give a gift, gift basket to anybody? Like That's just so no, not my thing. No. Here's okay. a little gift basket I thought of all the things that you love. <laughs> I went to the store and I picked them all out and I placed them nicely here with a little yeah. ribbon Cellophane. on it. Cellophane. Oh, yes. Oh, and the my bow. God. How no. did you know what my favorite hair conditioner was? <laughs> I've been watching. You know, okay, Nina says. I, d- I don't even know. Like, if I were to do that for my wife... I've been with her for a hundred years. Mm-hmm. I couldn't find any of. I wouldn't even you wouldn't know, know what, what to, to put buy. in. Oh, give me a break! I swear to you, I don't even know what shampoo to buy her. I know what to get her. You what put you, in some gluten-free crackers. Oh yeah, well that's it. Whatever, <laughs> she's gluten-free. But uh, a she, bottle of wine. But I wouldn't know her favorite face cream. I wouldn't know her shampoo. Open, I wouldn't know what soap she uses. Open I don't know the any drawer, of that. buddy, yeah, and well, take a gander inside. Again, it just shows <laughs> that that's showing the level of commitment that this guy had for her. That is way more than what Bundes is rolling into with this Friday night lady friend of his. Olenka is suggesting that you put in the basket matching pajamas. Yeah. yeah, matching pajamas. Yeah. <laughs> uh, okay, you know she's signed my life away right now, guys. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Nicole says if a guy bought me a TV and a sound bar, <laughs> <laughs> I would assume he wanted me to strip down as soon as we got into the house. You yeah. know, because yeah. that's how thoughtful it is. TVs are expensive, man. You want a 4K smart, you know, smart TV? That's expensive gift. Yeah, even if it's like only a, it's so not thoughtful. Six inch. That's still gonna run you like probably six hundred bucks, right? Stupid TV and a stupid soundbar. Oh, he could go to Rexall and buy uh, some shampoo and put it in a basket. (laughs) Favorite vitamins. Oh, I got her the Flintstone ones because they're cute. Yeah, yeah. Uh, wow, well, hey. I give nice up. Nice try. Nice try. I tried to help you guys. I give up. Yeah, you should. Have you ever had to write a bio for yourself? I mean, uh, for work. For work. Yeah. I hate it. I find it very difficult. I had to write a bio yesterday because I'm uh, applying for a mortgage for our business. Wait, you have to write a bio for Yes. Who? It's for a, the bank? For the bank. What the hell do they care? Well, it's a bar restaurant, right? And we yeah. live upstairs. And so our mortgage is actually a commercial mortgage. And they don't really want to give bars and restaurants mortgages right now. Uh, so the banker's like, you know what? Write me a little bio. Really? About you and Matt, so I can kind of sell you guys to the bank, to that's his like, manager. It's like when real estate agents make you write that stupid letter to give to the prospective like homeowner when they're considering who to sell the house to, when we all know they're just taking the highest price every time. I like getting those letters, actually. Yeah, and who did you sell your house to? The highest bidder. That's right. It's such a, like, <laughs> such a waste of time. But the highest bidder also wrote a heartfelt letter.
So it kind of worked. Oh, okay. Well, that's nice. Okay. That so I have out. this bio and I want to run it by you. I already sent it to the bank guy, <laughs> yeah. but if you have like some feedback, it's it's made me laugh because I okay. did find a way to bring up some of my film work. Oh. <laughs> I thought it was important that they know this, that I okay. might land another role. Okay. Because you you're know? trying to show you're like that you're, you know, you got money around the corner at any given at time. At any given time. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay yeah. Are you ready? Yeah. Yeah. Matt and Mora are a husband and wife team, this music, (laughs) who own and operate a bar restaurant in historic Old Town Toronto. In 2017, Matt and Mora decided to sell their home and purchase a commercial storefront with a two-story apartment above, one block north of the historic distillery district, and surrounded by exciting new condo developments. Okay, well, yeah, that shows there's going to be more people around. Right? Yeah. The neighborhood has drawn many world-class restaurateurs, like Janet Zuccarini from Gusto 54 <laughs> Restaurant. <laughs> you said this is a bank? <laughs> yes, I did. <laughs> and Cosimo Mamolini <laughs> of Taroni. <laughs> Do you think that they're going to know who those people are? Like, I know These you are know who they are. famous restaurateurs. Yeah. But are, who is, opened a place down the street from me. Is okay. that not important information? Yeah, so, uh, you know, people who know the world of uh, restaurants and stuff are, are going to be like aware. Yeah. They're are, buying properties in my neighborhood. Yeah. That's that shows I, faith in the neighborhood faith as in being the neighborhood. like a nice district. Okay, I got it. Old Town Bodega, which is the bar, maintains a perfect five-star rating after over a hundred reviews on Google. A feat unheard of in the service industry. <laughs> oh. Huh? When's RoboCop coming out? It is without a doubt that Matt and Mora have opened a place that is warm and welcoming. Mora is a well-known radio personality in Canada, having hosted a morning show on some other station and currently a show called Tucker and Mora on Energy 95.3. She's interviewed the stars. Oh, yeah, like Tom Cruise in there. (laughs) And even hosted interviews and listening sessions inside Old Town Bodega. As the bar decor often provides a perfect backdrop for artists in town. Oh my god. That might be a little bit of a stretch. I've like stopped reading this letter for sure if I were to bag. Is an actor and a television host and used many of the tricks she's learned (laughs) while hosting HGTV's Space for Living to renovate the apartment. Oh my god, yeah. You can catch more on the big screen in the MGM remake of the classic film Robocop. (laughs) (laughs) or on tv in the oscar-winning director guillermo del toro's strain (laughs) matt comes to the service industry after over a decade of working in television production most notably on the rick mercer report (laughs) thank you for your consideration (laughs) what do you think i thought it was pretty good really long but uh, i said that to the banker i said it's a little long yeah. But you wanted a snapshot of who we are. That's a whole yeah. life story. What are you talking about snapshot? As somebody who knows Mora pretty well <laughs> after all these years working together, the one thing I've learned is never ask Mora about her achievements. Because <laughs> <laughs> she'd be more than happy to tell you about them. You, he, <laughs> asked me, he asked me to sell myself <laughs> and the property. Yeah. And I, had to, I thought that was pretty good. And I'm sure they're just looking at T4s and revenue. Every single well, day. Why of the would week. they even ask me for a bio? Wow. You know? Why does your real estate agent it's to make it seem like they're working for you? <laughs>
Well, man, that took me yeah. like hours to write. Yeah, I can tell. <laughs> it took you hours to read it back. He never responded to. I'm like, listen to this bio. Yeah. I also sent him a video clip. Come on. <laughs> Come on. I look, I hope you get the mortgage rate you want. Thank you. Man, there's some industries that are just chock full of douchebags. You know what I mean? <laughs> I, I'll tell you, there's uh, two industries that stand out to me. I wonder if there's uh, if they like you could even guess the industries I'm talking about. Well, I know which one of them. Yeah. That you're gonna say, and I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna tell you that you're wrong. Really? Yeah. Okay. Because you've said it on a previous podcast before, and I had somebody reach out and was like, "Really." That's my industry. I'm yeah. not a douchebag. No, and I'm going to say, okay, this is what I'll tell you. There's some industries where you got real skilled people, people in order to get the job done who can help you. Mm-hmm. And then you got uh, people who are just going to like run you around the block 10 times and uh, try and screw you over at every different corner you take. Well, maybe and, there's and the some two- industries where you have to have your back up a little bit, I guess, because they have a reputation of what? Well, I'm going to tell you something here. The two industries I'm talking about, mm. real estate <laughs> and car sales. Okay. The real and, estate and am, one, I was going to say to you, yeah. I have two friends that are real estate agents, lovely people, not douchebags. Yeah, but there are lots of great people who know that industry and they can help you and guide you along the way and make sure you get the most value, uh, whether you're buying or selling. You know, you got your Veronica Vinces, the people that are like mm-hmm. building teams and have years of experience and they make it happen. Mm-hmm. And then you got like shysters out there <laughs> giving like that whole industry a bad name. And I would say within that industry, the ratio of good to bad is too imbalanced, mm-hmm. unfortunately. Mm-hmm. And, it, and it hurts the people that are really good at it because there's lots of bad people who get in it who are trying to make a fast buck any way they can. Right. You know? True. Um, and uh, the same thing with car sales. Like I told you about my experience. I was up like in the Vaughn area. Yep. I was trying to track down this uh, demo car at a dealership that I found. Mm-hmm. And they were just like screwing me around sure every single corner yes and then i ended up because i just i already sold my car so i'm like pretty serious buyer right now uh-huh. i don't need it now but i'd like to get it organized right and um and so i call like this uh, dealership in burlington where i bought my first car 10 years ago mm-hmm. cold call them they put me on the phone with this guy yeah he uh he he, he quotes me this great deal like I say, I'm looking for a demo. He's like, why are you looking for a demo? I'm like, I like to save money. I don't like buying brand new cars. Yeah. He goes, what if I can get you a great deal on a new car? I'm like, well, prove it to me. You know, here we go. <laughs> here we go. <laughs> he gives me like what sounds like a very fair price. Yeah. And I say, well, if you can do that, maybe we can like do business together. Sure. And he's like, I think I can make that happen. Okay. I'm like, well, I'm driving to London to visit my mom tomorrow. I'm coming by. Mm-hmm. And he's like, okay. Yeah. I went by. Mm-hmm. Guess what happened? He upsell, tried to upsell you? No. He gave you a great deal? Give me a great deal on a car Yay! that I bought. You bought Woo! it? Yeah. And uh, let me tell you. Oh my you, God, I'm so happy. Do you, know, do, you, do you know how many trips to the manager's office that guy had to take for every time we were trying to tweak the deal a little oh, bit? Yeah, how many times did he go? Zero. Zero. You know why? Because the guy knows what he's doing. <laughs> and he knows what he can get. And he knows how to make a deal. 
By the way, we were talking about this earlier this week, and I think it was Sean who texted us saying the trip to the manager's office is a total sham. They don't even go to the manager's office. They just go into the back and have a cup of coffee for 15 minutes. I mean, he did have to step up and go into like the finance guy's office to get something printed off. Oh, yeah. How long was he gone for? uh, Maybe four minutes. I don't know. (laughs) Like this guy. It was so refreshing, and it was such a reminder of how that even if you are in an industry that has a cliche, there are good people within it, and oh, you got to find awesome. those good people. You got to find the good people. And I'm, I, the guy didn't—I swear to you—he did not know what I did for a living. It wasn't like he's like, "Oh, we should give Tucker a good deal because right. he can give me a plug on the radio," yeah, anything yeah, like yeah. that. Like yeah, they yeah. had no idea what I did for a living. Yeah, his name was Jerome. Shout out to Jerome. The G-Man. At Acura on Brand. Or is it a J? J, The J-Man. The (laughs) J-Man. Yeah. Jerome, I tell you, the guy, like, he just, he didn't waste any time on the phone with me. I went down there. straight shooter. I swear to God, I bought that car quicker than I've ever bought anything. Like, I can't believe how easy he made it. So I was like, oh, Ah, thank God for this guy. I love hearing that. After the experience that I had at two other places earlier mm-hmm. in the week. Mm-hmm. It's so refreshing to see people who know how to do their job and do it well and, you know, are honest and, you know, true to their word. Yeah. And get her done. Get her done. So, Jerome, 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 Jerome. Acura on brand, man, I'll tell you. <laughs> they were, uh, it was sweet. And it's so funny, that was where I bought my last car 10 years ago. You got a, a pre-owned car. You so. got a relationship there now I guess I do. When I was buying my truck, one of the places that we went to look at, the salesman had an accent, and I swear to God, the accent, like a fancy kind of South African accent, yeah, yeah. it was coming and going <laughs> throughout our conversation. I'm like, I don't even think this is a real fancy South African you accent. Think that was a ploy? He's just acting <laughs> fancy. Yeah. You, you know? And there's nothing you hate more than f- feeling like, you're not getting honesty at least. Yeah, yeah. A baseline of honesty. I'm yeah. so happy for well, you. I was just like, and after, at the end of it, I'm like, why Why did you come? I didn't have to fight for anything. Like, he just gave me, like, what, what was Here's a reasonable what I'm deal. I'm like, he knew <laughs> that I was, you know, motivated to buy, but I didn't need to. And yeah. he's just like, this is what we can do. And I was like, why, why do I feel like I have to fight for that at other places? And he doesn't understand it either. Mm-hmm. You know, the other places are like, oh, well, we could maybe do this, but then you'd have to pay for the floor mats. And I was like, ask Jerome. Oh. I'm like, oh, do I have to pay for floor mats? He's like, Jesus. <laughs> they were trying me? to squeak more out of you. It's like, yeah, yeah. that's the frustrating thing. And Did I was you- like, well, you know, why is that? And he's like, because I want you to buy your next car from me too. And whatever. You establish relationships. You do good work. You get that kind of stuff. Just like uh, real estate agents. You find someone who works for you, you're going to call them back every yeah. single time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know. Did you have to buy the car in a weird color though? Remember you? Well, I don't think it's weird. Mauve? Pretty uh, cool, right? Mauve? You went with mauve? I'm joking. No. <laughs> <laughs> I was a little worried for you, man. Okay. You have to buy this car. It's fuchsia. But it's fuchsia. With turquoise stripes down the side. <laughs> but brand new. Is it a brand new car? You ended up going new? I did, yeah. Holy like smokes. 2021 new? 2021 new. Look I, at I, you. I swore I would never buy a new car again. Because, you know, it's uh, but it, like if, if you get somebody who's working with you and finds you the right uh, way to get you in there. And uh, yeah, isn't that you know refreshing? What? Yeah. And then it's funny how when you get somebody who's being honest with you, you feel like you can make the deal right away. When you feel like you're being run around, then you got to oh. play those games, too. You yeah. Got, you're like, oh, I'm going to walk towards the door. Are they going to stop me? 
I hate that. I just hope this guy doesn't like retire before I'm done, you know, with this car and I need another. It's like you find someone who works for you and then, you know, it's like a trade. Yeah. You know, yes. and then all of a sudden you're like, oh, what? You're not doing that anymore? <laughs> what? You were my guy. <laughs> I hate when that happens. But um, anyway, it's always a treat when you meet people who are good at what they do. And yeah. Congratulations. Hey, thanks. You've heard of a hot pocket? Sure. I love those. When they debuted in the 1970s, they were called Chunk Stuffers. <laughs> Way better name. Chunk Stuffers? Pass Wait. me a plate of them Chunk Stuffers Wait. over there. Hot Pocket? Oh, okay. I thought you meant the things that keep your fingers warm when you're skiing. No, like the those p- are hot shots, I <laughs> oh. think, aren't they? Hot Pockets. Hot Paws. Oh, it's like oh, a... Hot Paws, yeah. A Hot Pocket is like a pizza, pizza pocket? pocket. Yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Chunks. Chunk stuffers. Yeah, that's the worst thing. <laughs> that's the greatest name <laughs> ever. Chunk name. stuffers? Well, it's just like, give me one of those chunk stuffers. <laughs> I just Would like it. Would you have it. to ask for it like this? I think you do. <laughs> How many chunk stuffers can you fit in your big fat mouth, Mora? <laughs> Let's find I can, out. I can get four <laughs> chunk stuffers. <laughs> Yeah, you, know, you can you can still buy Blockbuster stock. You in the can? company, yeah. What? It's, it's referred to as a penny stock. All right. Oh, okay. and it trains under it trades under the symbol B L I A Q, which stands for BB liquidating. I mean, I, I that's crazy to me that that would still exist, but I guess it does. I don't know how many people are buying it. Um, you know. Your eardrum ruptures at 150 decibels. That's okay. like basically a jet engine going off right beside your head. Oh. But your lungs could rupture too if that uh, audio could get to 200 decibels. The only thing is, it's pretty much impossible for sound to be louder than 194 decibels. Thank God. Otherwise, we'd explode your, from your the lungs inside. Could rupture if it was too loud, and that's because air breaks down sound waves. So it's just you really can't get louder than. But that would be loud, 194 decibels. Yikes! That would kill you. Well, you wouldn't hear it because your drums would be like. Pez dispensers, yeah, originally looked like lighters, and they were marketed at adults as an alternative to smoking. You know, because people just have all those little trinkets to carry that, around that they're used to, so they uh, they, yeah, they designed it to look like a lighter. That sounds pass. like a, a lie to me. It sounds like it's marketed to children to to, to, to want smoke. to be smokers yeah. as they grow mm-hmm. up. Look, I've got a lighter in my pocket too, Dad. Yeah, and then you got your pack of Popeye sticks to go along yeah. with your pets. Exactly, Bundus. So that was think, me as a kid. Yes, yeah. of course. Yeah. And look yeah. what happened. And I started smoking. There was a short period of time where when I was a kid, they had these candy cigarettes like Popeye's, but they were, it was like gum and it had a wrapping around it and they had put like a powder within it mm-hmm. so you could blow it out <laughs> and create this little poof of smoke. That's insane. I, I, for a short, I remember for about a year they existed, and then I'm sure at that point somebody's like, somebody's this like, this seems wrong. <laughs> ethically, we can't sell this anymore. Why don't you just give kids a toy syringe? <laughs> yeah, a toy elastic. Yeah, go around their arm. Ridiculous. <laughs> oh my god. Yeah. Right. The first movie, this may be shocking to you, the first movie to feature the word vagina was a Disney movie. Really? Yeah. But it was an educational movie they released in 1946 called The Story of Menstruation. Oh, wow. I bet yeah, yeah I watched that in health class in grade six. Yeah, m- maybe not that version of it, though. 
I think that would be tough. Uh, do you want to know why uh, we refer to letters as being uppercase or lowercase? You know, for your like capital and mm-hmm. your whatever. Sure. Uh, it's because uh, back in the old days of the printing presses, they'd keep their letters, the smaller letters, in a lower case that was easier to access. <laughs> it literally and means it, yeah, the case. the bigger ones were upper, in the uppercase. Get me the lower case or well, get you just, me you, you, past you the were case. you grabbing them so often, the lowercase numbers. Oh, uh, wow. Interesting. Um, if you uh, counted all the steps you take in an average person's lifetime, how many times do you think they could go around the world? on the earth if there was a walking path Ooh. that went right around um three times no i say more than that yeah what do you what's your guess i'm gonna go f- like five thousand times no 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 well, yeah. what are you shame bundles st- stick a couple of chunk stuffers in that guy's mouth because he's way off uh, it's uh, five times five times uh, that's it yeah that's disappointing yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. you go take a stuffer and chunk it <laughs> <laughs> I meant you go take a chunker and stuff it. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, no, I don't think you nailed that one. Um, the reason why baseball and basketball teams traditionally wore dark jerseys on road games, any guesses? To intimidate the other team, no, the darker no, color. <laughs> no. No? No, I don't know. No idea. Stick a chunk stuffer <laughs> in that chick's mouth. Way off. Stuff a chunker. <laughs> Stuff a chunker stuff in. Uh, it's because uh, teams wouldn't have access to washing machines. So they, no. when they were doing a road trip, yeah, they needed the dark jerseys to conceal all the filth that would build up on them. That's funny. And uh, finally, this morning, I'll end on this one here because I think we've gone on too long. This, uh, the phrase seven-year itch, you know? People yes. refer to that usually in relationships when they start getting that itch to maybe... Check little, on the other side of the fence. Yeah, and do some cheating. It actually used to describe scabies because uh, back before mm-hmm. they could be treated, they lasted about seven, seven years, years yeah. and became uh, no. a metaphor for a situation with no hope for relief. Oh, my God. Including boring marriages. So there you go. <laughs> Those are your Friday morning fun facts for this Friday, November the 13th, 2020. Welcome to the party. It wouldn't be a party without you. Energy 95.3. Hi, it's Shauna, and I might be a bad parent because my kids think french fries are vegetables. Hey, it's Ryan, and I might be a bad parent because I went out for wings when my wife was in the hospital after giving birth. Johnny here. I might be a bad parent because in my house, the tooth fairy gives pocket change. But we're not alone. Len emailed us and said his six-year-old daughter's Tarzan moment going from love seat to lazy boy by curtains made him more proud than any dance <laughs> recital. And Andy left his two-year-old at the rink. All right, guys, I'm sure we're not alone, like Andy's kid. For stories and confessions like this, make sure you check out our podcast. It's called Bad Parents, and it's available wherever you get your podcasts. I left a glove at the rink.